This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Week 12 of the NFL action starts on Turkey Day. Just, oh, as we're recording this, and it's 1247 on the clock, so a little under 24 hours. We'll be kicking things off in Detroit in Game 1 for the Bills and the Lions I know that a lot of times, Jacob, we don't get the best games, the best matchups on Thanksgiving Day, but what a great tradition it is. And you know what else is a great tradition? Tell me, Tom. Every Friday, oh, or Wednesday, or if Wednesdays. we're not doing a show on Friday, <laughs> we like to light a little fireplace yeah, and talk we do. a little football. So light that sucker, please, for me. Ah, And let's just listen to the flames crackle as we discuss how Amazing the tradition is of football on Thanksgiving Day. Can't get enough of it. Glad they added a third game. Maybe add a fourth, and I wouldn't be mad. Wow. How long has the... Uh, no, I think it is perfect where you go 1 o'clock window, yeah. 4 o'clock window, 8 o'clock 12 o'clock, o'clock really. Well, yeah, there is that 12.30 stuff, but how, you know what I mean. How long has a Sunday night game been there? I feel Not like it's long. maybe like, like a over 10, 10 years? 15 year thing, Well, the Steelers played on Thanksgiving 10 years ago to the to the year. Colts, it was 2012. Right? No, the Ravens. The Ravens. They. I remember they also played the Colts on a Thanksgiving. Yeah, game. that was in, like 2017. You know what happened in that game? That Pat was, McAfee completed that fake punt, right. and he like did the big. He did the, the big, big walk shrub, down the field. But Antonio and, Brown was a real star. He had three touchdowns that day. The whole the killer bees were insane. Bell had over yeah. 100. Remember the game of the or the player of the game? It was Ben Bell and Brown, and they all like sat yeah. there and ate the turkey ate together. Ate the turkey together. I yeah. mean, they as they rightfully should have. But God, that team was so fun. I don't want to talk about it. Um, but I do remember 10 years. It was 2012, that season, where the Steelers lost um, to the Ravens, maybe in 2013, so almost 10 years ago, if not exactly 10 years ago. But right around that time, right, a little bit before, I feel like we started getting Sunday night, or not Sunday night, a night game on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I... I think it's been a welcome addition because oh i have no problem with it well as long as the Steelers don't play now that we work right for the broadcast and remember we way. almost had that two years That's ago right. we were saved but by the, the ravens... grace of covid <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but no covid canceled the game the ravens couldn't play and then the Steelers played nine days or six days later wednesday yeah wednesday, wednesday afternoon football i actually you enjoyed know enjoyed the wednesday four o'clock kick I'm, i take covid very seriously i it's it's ruined a lot of it's it's taken a lot of people away from their families but i didn't hate like the tuesday afternoon games the wednesday afternoon games those were kind of fun you don't think that the nfl in the league office was taking notes and being like <laughs> oh, yeah. is Remember this we doable a, we got a friday afternoon game i think one day they're thinking one about yeah. i i have long since believed that the long term goal is football every night every of the day week. and maybe that's oversaturation but i'm willing to give it a try if I get to watch the Wednesday night Panthers and Falcons matchup on Amazon Prime, or maybe this one will be on Hulu. I'm for more football, is basically yeah. what I'm saying. I'm I for had more no, football. From the month of September to February, having football every day, can't complain. I was wrong about that Patriots game in the last episode, by the way. It's in Minnesota. So maybe a little saving grace for the Vikings there. but little saving grace for you to call yourself on on that, too. We've got some big lines in the traditional games, uh. the Cowboys game and the Lions game. Nine and a half point favorite for Buffalo, nine and a half point favorite for the Cowboys over the Giants. The Bills one doesn't surprise me. The Cowboys one does surprise me a little bit. I think people have that sour taste in their mouth from the Giants losing 
to the Lions just last week, and that may be why that line's a little inflated like it is. But mm-hmm. I don't know. This is a rivalry game. The Giants have played tough more times than not this year. I think they will bounce back, and it's going to be a close game between the Cowboys and the Giants. Maybe I'm wishfully thinking that for a great afternoon of football, but I do deep down think that they'll keep it close. They'll make it competitive. They'll make a fist of it. Yeah, I I mean, it's a division game. Exactly. It's a rival, so they're going to get up for that. Yeah. Maybe maybe add a little case of the looking aheads, too, against the Lions last week. Right. Oh, I think that's a great point. A little excited about that Thanksgiving matchup in Dallas. Boring old gray lines are in town. We'll just walk through this game and get a win, and you can't do that in the NFL. Anybody will beat you. No, I mean, we've seen I mean, we've seen the Steelers do that a couple All the times. time. Yeah, I mean, every team is guilty of it. Every team. That's why there's a thing called trap games, because it happens yes. a lot. But I don't think this is a trap game for either team. Well, no, this right? is like the, the main be- course now. At the beginning of the season, you could have said this could be trap a trap for game Cowboys. for the Cowboys. Feeling good. It's Thanksgiving. Our belly's full. The Giants the are Giants, two and eight. Instead of being seven and three, you would have thought they were three and seven. I just think that Saquon's going to have a good game, and I, I just, again, maybe I'm just hoping that it's going to be a, a close one. With the Lions and the Bills game, yeah, it could be a track meet. Like the Lions can score when they're on, and yeah, their and offense think- is getting healthier and scoring points. Jamal these past Williams couple weeks. is proving to be a huge part of that offense. I'm on Ross St. Brown starting to get healthy again. Better, He's yeah. a really underrated wide receiver. Still don't know why they traded away T.J. Hawkinson, but yeah, I mean, it's weird to the timeline. They trade T.J. Hawkinson away and they go on a three-game winning streak and right. kind of get right, right back in. Like they were one and six. And eh, we need Hawkinson. What's the point of a great tight end when your team's not going anywhere? Let's get him out of here. Who was the now one? we're four and six. Can we get that guy? We, we might be 500 now. Who was that one team they beat to start this three-game win streak? Because they beat the Packers two weeks ago. They beat um, the, the Giants last week. The week before that. and then the Bears? The Bears were in the, the middle there. The, Bear, the Bears were sandwiched right in the middle Who, there. Whose season might be over now with Justin Fields dealing with that. That injury. Yeah, so the Lions went 1-1 one one to start the year. Then they went on a five-game losing streak, and now they're on a three-game winning streak. So maybe you get a Lions team that's hot. Here's a question. Here's and a, a question. Bills team that's been meh. And Here's a question. Short week Bills. Am I talking myself into the Lions keeping it close? Maybe. Does a 5-6 and six Lions team entering week 13 with a win against Buffalo, against Buffalo make it to your JDQMTC? I think so. Uh-huh. You have a deeper JDQMTC than I do. Be, it would be interesting. There would be some other things that would have to fall their way. But I'll tell you this much, dude. If they do get to 5-6, and six, then they've got the Jags at okay. home. Then the Vikings, who I think are beatable, especially as a division rival. They beat a division rival in the Packers and the Bears in back-to-back weeks. Jets, Panthers, Bears, Packers ends the season for them. Wait, slow that down. Jets, Jets Panthers, Panthers, Bears, Packers. Are we winning out if you're Detroit? No. 11 and 6? No, but that I, would be wild. I bet they get it'll be a weird path towards it. But remember at the beginning of the year we always yeah, they could be an 8 and 9 team, a 7 and 10 team maybe. I think they might end up getting there in the end. I think for them they should look at 6 and 11 if not 7 and 10 being their floor. 7 and 10 is where they should get to, I think. That'll that'll show you a little bit of progress being made in the Dan Campbell era. Right, if you start out one and six, yeah, you, and you finish seven and ten, build off a strong finish. Yeah. Hey, let's make seven and ten, ten and seven next year, right? Like you, you'll be taking positive steps forward. But I think you got to get to seven, and <laughs> they're the Lions. So 
they look good one week, I'm never going to really fully put my faith in their basket for them to win uh, they look, week to week. They look really good one season. They make it to the playoffs, and they go ahead and fire Jim Caldwell. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> still really bizarre. Patriots at Vikings is your nightcap on Thursday. I, again, I think even though it's at Minnesota, a little bit of a tricky matchup for the Patriots. Vegas thinks so, too. Only a two-and-a-half point favorite are the Vikings. Seems a little low, no? Yeah, is it low or is it just right? It's a good point. Maybe it's just right, and maybe the Pats go to seven and four with a big road win. If they do, then the Vikings are way fugazi. Oh yeah, but like people were waiting for them to to admit to the world that they were fugazis, and that didn't happen against Buffalo. And then they had the worst loss of any team this season against Dallas. So, like, did anything really change? I don't know. Taking a look- if they lose, if they lose to New England, I agree. I think it's a. I think. You can either you can do both. You could say New England is there and they finally beat a really good team with a really good quarterback because in the previous episode we listed all the quarterbacks that they faced that they've beaten this this season versus the ones that they lost to. And then you could say Minnesota is just exactly who we are. They always get off to that hot start and then they just fumble the ball away. Taking a look at what the rest of the division okay. Before we do that, I have two little uh, facts about Thanksgiving. So we okay. were talking about um, the night game. That's been in the league since 2006. Okay. So right around a little bit earlier than where we were talking about when the Steelers played the, the Ravens. And, Tom, this will be the first year since 2006, this will be the first year moving forward that the Thanksgiving games will be known as the John Madden Thanksgiving Celebration. Wow. To honor the late coach. All three games? The whole day will be known as the John Madden Thanksgiving celebration. Oh, the man has his fingerprints post-mortem all over a holiday. Mm-hmm. You got to love that. Good for Madden. R. The R. Madden the family. Yeah, R.I.P. R. 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 to the legend. That means we'll get a lot of cool Madden like super cuts this year. Where, like, oh, they'll at, put a bunch of highlight tips together. And we'll probably get a, a little like, video game, oh. you know, augmented reality maybe. Maybe. Like a like a hologram John Madden in the booth to well, call the games. Meant, like, now we're cooking see, with like, gas. You'll see like footage of like the game. Could you imagine maybe? a hologram John Madden though calling the game next to Al Michaels? That'd be pretty wow. cool. Wow. Be Is amazing. Al Michaels gonna be on the call no, on Thursday not. night? It's no. gonna be Collinsworth and yep. not not the prime crew. Tariko and Collinsworth. Yeah, not the prime crew. Nope, not prime. He usually crew. does Thursday night. Michaels gets the the, the holiday night, off. Yeah. Eleven million dollars a year. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving off. It's a good gig if you can get it. <laughs> Ravens at Jaguars, looking at the AFC North. That's the game that has the least uh, marquee importance to me. Although it's tricky to go down to Jacksonville and play, and we just saw the Ravens struggle, struggle. at home. Yep. I wouldn't struggle. be surprised if they struggled in this game. Too. I wouldn't be struck. I wouldn't be surprised either. They have a, re- I mean, they have a really good defense, and Travis Etienne, I think, is going to be have is going to have to be priority number one for the Ravens. Will it happen though? Because I think the, the Jaguars' offense is way better than the Carolina offense. It's just what kind of day is Trevor Lawrence going to have, right? You remember when Trevor Lawrence started, what, 2-1 and one or 3-1? and one? Everyone said, the Jags are here. Trevor Lawrence is for real. And now they have, like, what, four wins on the season mm-hmm. so far? So I, I, I think that the Ravens should win this game. But again, Tom, whether it's 31-3 to three or 20-10, to 10, I don't think I'll be impressed either way if they win if they win that game. The other two teams in Ohio are in a little bit more high-profile matchups at 1 o'clock. The Buccaneers are at Cleveland, Tampa Bay, coming off of their bye week. Losable game for Cleveland. 
I think they will lose that game, to be quite honest mm. with you. And I think it's going to be good for the Buccaneers to get a win on the road under their belt as they continue to try to stabilize their season, go into their second half, maybe be a little bit healthier. Would you be surprised if that bye week was what the doctor ordered for them as well and you see maybe more explosive offense from Tampa Bay? Healthier team. Brady's got a little bit of a break under his belt in his senior age, even though I don't think Brady's been the problem on that team. The no. line gets healthier. Mm-hmm. More schemes are implemented. Do you think that this could be a, a different second half of the season? Yeah, for Tampa? it's possible. And uh, I think it's a good break that you get out of your bye week. A Deshaun Watson less Browns. Yeah, the last chance for that. Right. They, they because he, in. So we're entering week 12, week 13. He's back next week. He's back. Against the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Very weird irony there that he yeah. returns to that to the field against that team but I, I think the Bucks are going to beat the Browns it's going to come down to stopping the running game for Tampa Bay good thing that's something that they do pretty well yeah it, it is and you know they've had moments of weakness that's all the Browns the can season. do right now is run on you and honestly Although Tom Brissett was slinging it a little bit against the Bills he had three touchdowns and 300 yards I think mm-hmm. so yeah I mean Brissett's not bad and but you only have to work with him for one more week but if you lose, so what? They're three and seven right now. Yep. Is three and eight an insurmountable hole? Do oh, you yeah. think? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Winning out and getting them nine and eight, you still probably wouldn't. You make probably it. want to make the playoffs. Yeah. I think the biggest game on the schedule this week is at one o'clock: Bengals and Titans. Um, it's kind of a down week as far as big time matchups are concerned, but that's a playoff rematch from last year. I'm sure the Titans. It is a playoff yep, rematch. and I'm sure the Great Titans point. fans are going to want some revenge. They watched oh, the Bengals yeah. come into Nissan Stadium last year and beat Tennessee. Tannehill couldn't stop throwing interceptions. It was a sack parade on Joe Burrow, but it didn't matter. So revenge on the minds of Tennessee, revenge on the minds of Titans fans, and I think this is going to be a hell of a game. The line's right at Bengals minus one and a half, so a home mm-hmm. underdog for Mike Vrabel and the Titans. Uh, it'll be inter- it'll be an entertaining, fun watch at 1 p.m. on Sunday. Where do you give the push? To the Bengals offense or the Titans D? Or, for that matter, the, the Bengals' run defense to the Titans' Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's the thing. If Tannehill doesn't turn the ball over an egregious amount, you I kind of lean towards the Titans, Titans grinding this game, game out. Yeah. But there's so much explosion on that Bengals' offense. All it takes is three really good possessions, mm-hmm. and they have 21 points. And that can be a lot for Tennessee to overcome on a given Sunday. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited for that one, though. I think it's definitely my game of the week. Yeah, I mean, just because of the point you made, there's really not a lot of chalk this week. So, our puke bowl, though. Yeah, where are you going to go? I'm going back to a team that's just, I think, going to be a part of this for a long time. No one wants to watch that Denver Broncos-Carolina Panthers game. You know, it's so sad because that's a Super Bowl rematch. A recent Super Bowl rematch. Super Bowl 50, not just any Super Bowl. Yeah, it was the 50th anniversary of the damn game. This was the matchup. Yeah, they both stink right now. The offenses are dreadful. So it's not even a matter of, oh, at least they'll put up a lot of points and suck together. Like, no, this game will probably end like 13 to 10 or something like that. And Do you think you'll see it on red zone more than five times? More than five times? I No, who's going to get into the red zone? No one. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to see either of these offenses move the ball down the field. I think it's a, I think it's a really good – I mean, I think it is the puke bowl – of the week, I think the next obvious choice is um, Bears Jets, which is weird because the Jets are six and four. Yeah, you don't have any intrigue in that game because Joe Joe Cool, the no. original that Joe Cool, means is back. Nothing. I mean, it's a lot more. I mean, think about it. If Justin Fields doesn't play, what's that quarterback matchup going to be? There? I don't think he is going to play either. 
So I'm not sure who their backup is in, in Chicago, but yeah, that's a good call if Justin Fields uh, doesn't play. You know who the backup is? A guy who played on the same team as Joe Flacco, Trevor Simeon. Very nice. The old days in Denver. In Denver. They were in the Mile High City together. So there's a little Denver rematch for you. If that's if that if that's what draws you to that game, good for you. The game of the week, or at least it was supposed to be at the beginning of the year on Fox, was the Rams at the Chiefs. That's currently your biggest spread of the Week 12 action. Chiefs are a 14.5-point home favorite against the Rams. No Cooper Cup, no Matt Stafford. Uh, this game's going to be ugly and one-sided. Really, really wish that Fox didn't lock this in and it could be flexed out of that spot. But I understand when you're picking games, that's kind of one you have to pick as a schedule maker for that network, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. You have to lock that one in. That Just unfortunate the Rams completely fell apart. Yeah, I mean, every game the Rams have played in this year, you could have said, oh, it's unless they were playing bad teams, you were going to say, oh, wow, this was supposed to be a really great game. And then they fell to 3-7 and seven week after week after week, or they made their way to a 3-7 and seven record week after week. And, yeah, all those really great matchups have really just fallen short. The Raiders at Seattle in the 4 o'clock window. Seattle's uh, got to win. Seattle has to get to 7-4, and four, like – they're at the point now where you have to win games against teams like the Raiders, right? Like, you have to take care you of can't business just against the, the lesser teams. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to get more mat- – gonna. Uh, they do play the Niners again, I believe. You're going to have matchups with your division. You're going to have tougher matchups as the season wears on. I think they play the Chiefs at one point down the road as well. Uh, their remaining schedule is the Raiders, the Rams, the Panthers, the Niners, the Chiefs. There you go. The Jets and then the Rams once again. They got to feast now before they get to that Niners-Chiefs stretch. Uh-huh. Back-to-back weeks of Niners and Chiefs. That's when they got to stack wins. So Yeah, like teams the against Raiders. the Raiders, against the Rams. Like, you got to beat the Rams, kind of. You got to sweep the Rams. You got to mm-hmm. go and the Jets against them. Yeah, yeah that's a huge swing. And the too. Panthers, yeah. You got to beat, gotta beat the Panthers. I mean, that's just their so baseball. I think there's only two games on their schedule. They're kind of... They should be willing to say, we, we can see us losing, and that's against the Chiefs, and that's against the Niners. And if you take care of business in every rest of them, that gets you at 11-6, and six, and you're definitely going to the playoffs. Yeah. Maybe not as the division winner, but you're definitely going to the playoffs. Saints at Niners, speaking of that division, I think the Niners are going to destroy the Saints in this game. That offense is going to get better as weeks wear on. And, as the defense- and I think the Saints on the road are a much different team than the Saints at home. And, too, that Saints offense is, I think, going to be – Completely blown away or completely yes, shut they're down. They're not going to be able to run the ball, and that's what they're going to be shut down by that Niners defense. Yeah, one and three on the road for the Saints this year. So, three of their wins have come at home. Only one on the road. I think the Niners take care of business. Primetime game: Packers and Eagles. Again, that's one that you circle at the beginning of the year if you're NBC, and you're like, "Hell yeah, this is going to be fun." Eagles overachieved. Packers underachieved. It would have even been nice if Rodgers was able to pull out. The win against the Titans, we could build this as another last gasp for him, but I think he took his last gasp last week. Yeah, I, I mean, think the Packers are done. Now, it's funny because at the beginning of the season, you would have thought, damn, I wish that game would have been in, in Philly. If it was in Green Bay, because you would have said, oh, well, Pat, Eagles going to be good, but Rodgers at home against the Eagles, that's going to be a blowout. But now it's the Eagles at home against the Packers, and you're saying, I kind of wish it could be in Green Bay to make it a little more interesting. Eagles on the road, but now it's in Philly, and you're kind of assuming that the Eagles are going to run away. You hope, right? Because they lost for the first time all season long two weeks ago against the Commanders. They struggled against the Colts, but now they're back at home. 
They should beat the Packers. Packers are still that team, though, where they're done, but you got to be careful every week, right? Like, yeah, you, you I mean, can't... Aaron Rodgers can torch you. Exactly. So Any given week. He's not doing it every every week, but he can do it any given week. you got to be on your P's and Q's. You yeah. can't write them off. They <clears throat> right. will sneak up on you. and They can put 35 points up on you. If, they've, they've done it. If he's in the mood to mm-hmm. do so. All right, let's get to our triple play for How the we week. Do? You went 0-3, my friend. Oh! Great work last where week. Are my, where are my picks? You picked the Chiefs, minus 5. <laughs> you picked the Steelers, plus 4. <laughs> nope. And you picked the Giants, minus 3. <laughs> I went 2-1. I picked the Cowboys. I got a brutal beat picking the Jets, plus three and a half. That was brutal. They should have won that game. And I picked the Saints, minus three, who just destroyed the L.A. Rams. So I'm 17-15-1. You're 14-18-1. I'm over 500. Listen to me. I've got the picks. I'm making you the money. Let's go with, to start things off here, hmm, 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 I'm going to take a big spread. Uh, there's I'm going to take them. a juicy big spread. There's quite a lot of them. But I'm going to lay a lot of points down. Miami minus 13 over wow. the Texans. Miami minus wow, 13. Wow, I like it. I like it a lot. Especially um, since they're at home. Oh, man, this is so tough. It's either really... Oh, man. This is not a fun week to pick. Um... All right, Tom. I'm going to go with the one that I, I assume will go my way. Seattle minus three and a half against the Raiders. You hope in it goes Seattle. Your way. So I, you I just said I hope. I hope. I'm going to take the Bengals minus one and a half against the Titans. Okay. A little. Uh, so I'm going really big with thirteen. I see then it I'm minus two and right here. Okay, I'll lay two points if you want me to. I would lay three. You want me to lay three? I'll go four. How about four? How about five? No, I only want to lay two. Bengals minus two. Okay. Uh, my second pick, it didn't work out for me last week. I hope it does for me this week. I'll go Steelers plus two and a half. Oh, going back to the Steelers on the road as an underdog. Yeah, I'm going to do it. My final pick, I'm going Thanksgiving. Oh, Give me the Giants <laughs> plus, ten, plus nine and a half. Ah! Tom. Thank you. Okay. I like those many points in that game. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, here's one for you. Tampa Bay minus three and a half on the road against Cleveland. I like that one. I think the Bucks are going to win by a touchdown, so okay. I'm not going to push you back on that one. Steelers and Colts, Monday night yep. in Indianapolis. Monday night. Did I say that? Yeah. I, I was just think, reiterating. <laughs> I think... The Steelers are going to win this game. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be ugly, but you know what I'm going to do? What's that? I'm going to pick 20 to 10 Steelers. Oh, we saw that score just two weeks just ago. Just a couple weeks the, ago. Against the Saints. I'm going to go with the same score against the Colts on the road. Big road victory. The first of Mr. Kenny Pickett's career as that? a road quarterback. So Steelers 20, Colts 10. I also like the Steelers in this game. As you just heard, I, I went with them in my triple play. At least I, I picked them to cover the spread in the triple play. I'll also take them to win this game. It's not going to be pretty. What was your score? 17 10? 2010. Or, sorry, 2010. I'll say Steelers 16, Colts 13. Colts 13. I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, I don't I like, like it. it. They're going to be a really lot. boring games. Yeah, but it's be really I do love winning in a victory sure. Tuesday. Only thing better is a, a victory, victory Monday. Monday. 
He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Offerman. If you missed any of our show, don't worry. We got you covered. You can download and subscribe to all of our podcasts, our show, The Drive, The Blitz, uh, In the Locker Room, and many more. Just go to the Steelers mobile app, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Enjoy the week of football ahead. Rivalry week in college football. NFL action out the wazoo. And, of course, Steelers and Colts on Monday night. We'll be back next week to recap it all on the Steelers Standard.